You're listening to a Church Doctor production. Welcome to the audio version of the Church Doctor Report, presented by Kent Hunter. Welcome to the July-August 2020 Church Doctor Report. The uh, title of this issue is Bigotry, Riots, Looting. Have Christians Lost America? Not all caps are bad. Not all Christians are racially respectful. You see, absolutes are dangerous. It's complicated. No one is perfect except Jesus. Yet, Christ's followers are forgiven. And that is a miracle. Life is not an event. It's a process. Faith is a growth journey. My confession, writing my recent book, Restoring Civility, I wanted to help Christians who could improve their lives and change their churches. Healthier churches impact society. My confession is how writing the book changed me. As a church consultant with a passion for more impactful congregations, I've traveled a lot. And after 9-11, that attack on the Twin Towers in New York, life changed. Now I had to go through airport security. In the early days, security wasn't very private. I went through an airport in southeast United States, and the security guard made me take off my belt. I had recently lost some weight, and my pants fell down in front of a line of travelers in a crowded hallway. Honestly, my attitude about the security hassle wasn't very good. And these people were actually protecting my safety, as well as others. How absurd, I'm embarrassed to admit. While researching for the book, I learned that civility means respect, something to think about from every angle of today's news reports. So I made a decision, instead of having a bad attitude about the security hassle, I decided to speak to each security agent I encountered and say, thank you for keeping us safe. My point? Many of the security people have had positive responses as I was civil to them. However, and here's the real issue, practicing civility did something to me. It sounds a little nuts, I know, but I began to look forward to passing through security, (laughs) and my blood pressure was greatly decreased. Yet I wondered, how are Christians impacting our nation? Let's talk about the Christian point. As I studied scripture and as I wrote civility, it became clearer than ever before. Jesus had a lot to say about respectful behavior. So did Paul, James, Peter, and other biblical contributors. There's a lot in scripture about how society functions with respect, or not. Most of my career has been dedicated to healthier churches, stronger congregations, with more effective mission outreach to their communities. So, when I see our troubled nation, it's only natural to wonder, 
Is the Christian movement losing ground? Have you ever thought about that? If not, you should give it some thought and prayer. While there are some healthy, growing churches in the U.S., reaching unbelievers, many churches are plateaued or declining and aging. A Gallup poll last year reflected that only 50% of Americans practice any kind of faith. Statistics can be complicated, of course, and misleading, yet for the last three decades, I've asked believers if we Christians are losing the country. Almost everyone agrees. By just about every measure, yes, we are losing. Let's talk about spiritual cycles for a minute. By the end of the second century AD, the Mediterranean world was substantially Christian. Today, eh, not so much. Europe has hundreds of beautiful cathedrals, evidence of a time when Christian worship was a high priority there. Today, they are primarily tourist attractions. Faith communities are few and far between. In England, there is a renewal movement among a few hundred churches. For the past two decades, we have taken groups every year to the UK to see, feel, and experience what God is doing. You see, renewal is more caught than taught. For most of our North American travelers, it is an uplifting spiritual experience. It also gives us ideas for our own churches. It is a model of what could happen here in the U.S. and elsewhere. So here's my theory. How did we get here? What happens when the Christian faith is white hot, then cools and loses impact on a society? My understanding represents a lifetime of asking that question searching scripture, and working with almost 2,000 churches from 78 different denominations, independent, and non-denominational congregations. When I went to college and seminary, I had spiritual heartburn to reach lost people for Jesus. I wanted to learn everything I could on how to do it. Guess what? I never got it. So, I continued my schooling and went on to graduate school after the seminary. After almost 12 years and a Ph.D. in theology, I learned two things. Number one, a lot of great doctrine. And number two, how to manage Christians in an established church. And that's it. So, I was sent to pastor my first church a rapidly declining, aging, all-Anglo church in an inner-city community that was about 70% unchurched African-American families. I learned very quickly I did not have the training to reach out to equip my church to grow. Since then, I've discovered that most pastors in the U.S., pastors of any tradition, have not had outreach training. I later learned 
that a few of my classmates in the seminary class who felt called to the mission field went on to study at a mission school, and they were all sent to foreign lands. So, as a pastor in Detroit, I decided to go to mission school for two-week intensive sessions three times a year for three and a half years. And it changed my life. It changed our church. It helped our church reach our community. And I thought, if it worked here, it would work anywhere. And I believe that. So, here is what I think has happened. After a while, the believers in a so-called Christianized place in this world drift into the false notion that everyone is a Christian. And the mission field becomes a place over there, far away. So, most of the training institutions for pastors equip those pastors to manage Christians. So, most pastors do not learn the discipline uh, that is called missiology. Therefore, they can't train the members of their church on how to do mission, how to do practical outreach. So, Churches try one program after another with meager results. Why? Because their church members have never had the opportunity to also become missionaries to their social networks. So, churches decline and ultimately close. And eventually, that area of the world, after many years, is left with a remnant of believers who are ineffective to reach unbelievers. In North America, most churches are on that path. So, what are some practical steps? There are several steps you can take. If God is speaking to you to become part of the mission movement desperately needed in most churches, here are some steps. Number one, ask God to break your heart for what breaks his, lost people for whom Christ died. Number two, read your New Testament with a focus on how to reach lost people. Many of the parables and the teachings of Jesus, the book of Acts, the New Testament letters written are written by the mission-minded apostles. Number three, take the 12-day mission trip experience to England and visit formerly near-death churches now exploding with growth, reaching the unchurched with lifelong Christians who have caught the missionary lifestyle and churches with wall-to-wall -wall young people on fire for Jesus. It is contagious. Catch the holy infection for mission. Number four, talk with other Christians. Identify those believers who have a passion to reach people who have fallen away 
or who have never showed signs of faith, people in their social networks. Discover the critical mass of those people right now who are anxious to learn. Number five, ask God for a willingness to change two roadblocks that are evident in many churches and in the minds of many Christ followers. They are New Testament teachings that will redesign the way most churches operate. And they are, first, every Christian has spiritual gifts given uniquely to them by the Holy Spirit. And those gifts help you discover your place in the body of Christ and your mission and ministry. And second, every Christian is a minister. And staff people are there to equip Christians for ministry by discipling them. And that is a huge difference from doing ministry for them or to them. Back to our steps, our practical steps. Number six, check out the SEND movement for your church. It is basic training for those believers who are ready and who want to become missionaries to others without leaving home. And number seven, step number seven, recognize that changing your church to a mission posture is not a top-down program for everyone. Start small with those who are ready now to grow and to learn. This is a movement that spreads from one person to another. It is not a top-down effort imposed on the entire church. Remember, Jesus started primarily with 12. So as you look at the steps, commit to the long haul. Jesus worked with the disciples for three years and then left. Be willing to equip, empower, let go, start over and over, and continue the movement. Jesus' movement is not a quick-fix program. It is a lifestyle, and it works. It can work for you and for your church. I want to share some resources that you can take a look at. The first one is a book by J.D. Greer. It's called Gaining by Losing, Why the Future Belongs to Christians That Send. The next book is by me, Ken Hunter, The Jesus Enterprise, Engaging Culture to Reach the Unchurched. The next book is also by me and also my boss, Tracy Swank, Restoring Civility, Lessons from the Master. I mentioned that earlier. The next book is also by Tracy and me. It's called Who Broke My Church? Seven Proven Strategies for Renewal and Revival. And there's a uh, small group book uh, to work through if you want to work through that book with a small group. And then the final resource is the Send Movement. Available for every church, it is 
found at www.thesendmovement.com. You can do this. Thank you for listening to the audio version of the Church Doctor Report. If you would like to receive the written version in your email, please sign up by going to www.churchdoctor.org. If you've enjoyed this teaching, please share it with others and encourage them to subscribe. Thank you, and God bless.